This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. A number of wildfires in Canada sent plumes of smoke into the United States. The smoke pushed the air quality into very unhealthy and even hazardous levels. I'm speaking with Director of the Center for Environmental Health, Dr. Gary Ginsberg, with the New York State Department of Health to learn more about air quality and the Air Quality Index. Gary, it's good to have you on this morning. Oh, my pleasure, Brent. Thank you for this opportunity. So let's talk about what happened back in June. So the smoke from the wildfires in Canada, it was so bad in New York State that it had some of the worst air quality in the world. How did things get so bad across such a wide area? This, to our knowledge, was at least the worst air pollution episode related to fine particulate matter, um, you know, and across the whole state, a statewide event in at least 20 years, if not longer. So it is a bit unprecedented. How did it get so bad at that particular time? Um, you know, there's a very large um, uh, land area that was on fire at that time in Canada. Um, our information is there's still, the fires are still burning. It may not be quite the same dimension as it was in early June. And the air um, uh, flows coming down out of Canada based upon a particular pressure system that was bringing winds down from the fires in through Western New York and then spreading uh, eastward and covering the whole state. Eventually, it hung together as a plume and made it all the way down the East Coast, uh, canceling baseball games in Philadelphia, causing air alerts all the way down in the Chesapeake region. And do you think this could be something that we might see, you know, potentially more frequently now? Because as you said, this is not something we've seen in decades. We saw not quite as bad, but we saw another uptick in uh, particulate matter 2.5, which is the fine particulate matter um, need for an alert related to the wildfires. Again, that pattern was a little different and a little bit less intense in late June, the last week of June. Um, So that's twice in one month um, from pretty much the same episode of uh, intense fires in Canada. Uh, but, uh, you know, we see seasonal fires all the time out west. Now we're seeing them in the east. Uh, so it's hard to predict, but, uh, you know, we have to be prepared. Air quality index is something that it's been around for a long time and people just usually don't pay attention to it. But what is the air quality index? So AQI or air quality index is what US EPA Uh, Their health scientists have looked at what levels of different types of air pollution will trigger potential, potentially trigger um, adverse health outcomes in those breathing that air for one to several hours. Um, You know, they're not going to issue an alert if we think that it's a really short term event, like half an hour or so, but if it's uh, you know, uh, an indication of something that's going to be for several hours. Uh, the, um, you know, the DEC will, our New York State Department of Environmental Conservation will issue an alert. The Air Quality Index by EPA, we all closely look at that. It's an excellent forecasting tool as well as an on-the-ground real-time updating tool uh, at airnow.gov. And it reports out on not only uh, uh particulate matter in the 2.5 micron or really fine particulates range, uh, but it also reports out separately with its own scale for and its own alert system for ozone, as well as for carbon monoxide, 
and uh, several other uh, nitrogen dioxide, sulfur dioxide. So these are the uh, air pollutants that US EPA has national ambient air quality standards for, or the NACs, as we affectionately recall, uh, call them. So those NACs have a very well-known air pollutants with different trigger levels for alerting the public, uh, whether you're in a uh, very sensitive group. Um, we start with, with, with those alerts, and then when the levels get high enough, everybody falls under the alert category. And what do you think people should understand about the numbers and the colors, about what those mean when they hear about them? We are spending a lot of effort, especially in the, in the last month or so, on alerting the public to what they need to know and where to go to get the information, both on our DOH website as well as at the airnow.gov US EPA website, where you can put in your own zip code uh, or your town, uh, and they'll show you all the readings uh, around your location. You can look at that map for your locality, for your region, and to see whether it is green, which is great. It's a nice day outside. Have a, have a blast. Uh, or uh, yellow, which is still okay. And uh, everyone can still, um, you know, um, you know, exercise freely and with whatever level of exertion, uh, even the sensitives. Uh, however, yellow is a sign that it's not, the air quality is not perfect. It may be changeable. Keep your eye on it. When you get to that level of above 100, which is orange, no matter what the pollutant is, um, that's our first unhealthy rating, but it's only unhealthy for uh, the most sensitive individuals. Red conditions, the next level up is unhealthy for everyone. And again, orange and red can be changeable. It can go to even worse, That which is what we saw in early June. We got into purple and maroon, which are purple is... A uh, very unhealthy air, and maroon is hazardous. In early June, on June 8th, or rather it was June 7th, the air looked orange to yellow. It, you could detect an odor that was kind of a smoky odor. It's not always going to give us those signals. It could still be unhealthy without seeing it look that bad or smelling bad. So, you know, really, you, uh, we we recommend uh, when the health department especially is issuing an alert uh, to go to the airnow.gov uh, website and look at what it is in your region. Uh, DEC also has an excellent alert website. Um, and make sure that you're aware of the local conditions. Many of the decisions about whether to have a school open or closed whether to have certain activities going on at a summer camp, et cetera, are based upon local decisions, based upon local conditions. I've been speaking with Dr. Gary Ginsberg from the Department of Health about the Air Quality Index. It's been great having you on. Yeah, Brent, thank you so much. We really appreciate this opportunity because this is an important public health issue, increasingly so, as we've seen in recent times, and happy to get back on whenever you feel the need.